Hello everyone. Wow, it feels so nice to say it after such a long time. I wish to thank all our audiences, guests for such an amazing response for season 1 of the podcast and on that note we are all set for the second season. To start it off, let's revise few concepts of sustainability. Sustainability comprises of social, economical and environmental aspects. These aspects have been illustrated by Stockholm Resilience Center based on the iconic figures of the wedding cake model which has been developed by Carl Folk and others. It implies that economies and societies are seen as embedded parts of the biosphere. And to talk about one of the SDGs in societies, SDG 1, I have a special guest for you today, Mr. Geoffrey Boyer. Hello Geoffrey, how are you? Hi actually. I'm really proud to uh join uh towards sustainable future podcasts and yeah i'm doing fantastic it's such a pleasure to have you over here joffrey joffrey is a young humanitarian and sustainability advocate he is one of the founders of sdgs patani he organizes a plethora of workshops dialogues demonstrations he is also one of the finalists in essay competition conducted by unicef kenya in 2019 One of his remarks and I quote in a community vulnerable to poverty let us give young people and children real hope for a better future stand tall at London Climate Week of Action and just like that I have almost two pages of introduction for you but we would love to hear more about you so Geoffrey would you like to tell us about yourself Yeah um my name is Geoffrey Boyer and I'm a youth advocate uh from Nairobi Kenya as a young leader from a sub-saharan region i'm inspired to call other young people to act on no poverty as we know for a fact that we continue to be the ones directly affected by inequalities as it worsens in the future i grew up in makoro which is an urban slum located Uh, in Nairobi and it is home to about 300,000 uh people and um we are facing a lot of inequalities and injustices and we have little voices or people really trying to share on how can we build how can we support people uh, from these marginalized community to a sustainable future. Wow. Thank you Jafri for highlighting on your story 3000 people and how they are they are exposed to this vulnerability and how marginalized communities are affected. Your work for this communities is really admirable. And on this note, I wish to ask you what does your work look like? My work with fellow young people is centered on the belief that if we are able to freely and effectively use our energy, skills and creativity to assert our rights and influence structures and behaviors, then my generation can create lasting change in our communities, regions and across uh, the world. A core feature on my approach is a shift in thinking and strategy from doing programs for young people 
to working with young people and also supporting them to lead uh, uh, actions in their own ways and ideas. Wow, uh, I like the way you wrapped up your last sentence, which is uh, lead the actions in your own way. Now, I would just, I'm just curious to know what inspires you to perceive your ambition? What inspires you to work towards this marginalized communities? Uh, that's a very important question. And so, um, actually, um, one of the most uh, popular urban slums across the world, Bodera is the most analyzed, researched, and um, just an urban slum that a lot of work has been done. Yet, uh, people in that community still continue to face uh, effects of poverty. And why is this? There's a lot, um, there's a heavy process of organizations and uh, this societies working to support people. And that is where the problem is. When I mentioned earlier that a core feature of my approach is a shift in thinking and strategy from doing problems for young people to working with young people. So when you, work with you work for people you're now really involving them but when you work with them then you're involving them in each of the process and they're able to contribute to what needs to be done and that is where we see an impact wow that was uh, that was really inspirational Geoffrey. thank you for sharing it with us. And on this note, I would like to go in certain specifics about SDG1. So I wish I wish to ask you, what can you tell us about sustainable development goal one, which is no poverty? Um, this is such an ambitious goal. Uh, and it is, it is one of the core goals of uh, the sustainable development goals. One of the things that really made me to um, advocate for no poverty is that I realized we are having a lot of energy and um, just a strong energy in all other SDGs, yet we've forgotten uh, no poverty, which is the core goal of uh, the SDGs. And so uh, poverty ends when we are aware of our needs as a community, when young people have real knowledge and, and understanding about problems facing their community, regions, and world. And um, one of the things that really um, uh, pushed me further to advocate for uh, no poverty is my own experience. I came from a household that made no income. I started very small and now my projects uh, through SDGs Mdani trains youth from 
my community and help them generate uh, income independently. We help you to know the internal ability and capacities and enabling them to use their circumstances, environment and obstacles in a positive way. Wow, thank you, Geoffrey, for sharing that. Uh, I see, I personally feel when we talk about SDG 1, uh, no poverty, the first thing that comes into everyone's mind is about marginalized communities. As you had mentioned, yeah. SDG 1 is the core of Agenda 2030. So whenever we try to perceive different goals like climate action, or try to have a clean energy transition, we have to make sure that it is just and inclusive, which mm -hmm. comes, which which ensures that marginalized communities are being included into all of this transition. So thank you for sharing your insights on SDG1. And now I would like to condense our conversation so far and take your opinion on uh, your work on SDG1 SDG 1 itself and SDG 13. How can we connect all these three dots together? And how can we say that SDG 1 is connected to SDG 13, which is climate action? What do you think about it? Um, I'd first say that um, we are grappling with serious social, political, and environment problems as a generation which we inherited from our elders. Yet uh, we are systematically excluded uh, from policy decision, even though we make uh, one quarter of humanity. Despite our strength in numbers and creative potentials, we are largely excluded from these uh, poli uh, formal political processes and continue to be subject to age-based system of authority, as they call it. Um, so these uh, linkages between uh, SDG 1 and uh, SDG 13, uh, which is climate action. And I'd say that, um, for example, I came from sub-Saharan region, uh, which bears branch of the world's unsolved uh, dilemmas. For example, effect of climate change. It affects us uh, because we are, we are now the center where we cannot uh, fully adapt to these new changes or respond to them accordingly because we've we are marginalized politically and culturally, meaning that we're not uh, able to have a voice uh, to influence uh, policies that will ensure that poor communities in this region are able to get support um, when uh, this effect uh, really uh, touch their lives. Uh, thank you, Joffrey, for this, for condensing your work, SCG1 and SCG13 together. I feel uh, so far we have talked about different issues, social issues that are being faced by marginalized communities. 
and i wish to ask you do, do you have certain solutions would you like to propose certain solutions for the issues uh, you just talked about uh, sure i think partnership um with the young people to amplify their voices to power holders creating enabling spaces for youth participation and increasing the political will among public and private sectors uh decision makers uh in working in addressing uh these uh problems will uh be a good starting point uh why do i say this because uh i believe that uh these are the people who are at a great position uh to really um push for policies and laws that uh will ensure that um then the issues communities are facing are being addressed wow uh thank you jofri for your precise solutions that you have just proposed and on this note i would like to move on towards our concluding part we have this section in our podcast where we ask our guest to ask our next guest a question so i have a question for you from a previous guest miss valentina and she asks how to expand the bubble of activism and reach other public that are not really aware of climate crisis and other activism a brilliant question if we want to continue uh, creating meaningful and lasting impact among uh, youths across the world we must really engage young people as agents of change uh, as we already have entrepreneurs peer educators job creators community leaders um across the world and supporting them in realizing their full potential will be a great factor in ensuring that um youth advocacy continues um and really uh give the best outcomes and i'd say also um another thing is will be really localizing uh, the sdgs and getting voices of young people even in the um marginalized community to really give their voices and opinions around sustainable development thank you for your answer jofri and on this note would you like to ask our next guest a question uh my question would be how can we harness uh global solidarity as youth uh leaders advocate um in ensuring that uh we have collective voices around uh sustainable development because when we together join forces and marshal our energy and creativity we can um make a world uh, a better place so what are some of the ways that we can really uh, stress on and and share as youth leaders perfect 
thank you for that wonderful question joffrey we'll be looking forward to your answer from our next guest and would you would you like to share one concluding message to our audience sdg all the sdgs are important in each goal really matters and as sdg one which is a core goal of uh, the global goals we really need to see a ways we can put a focus around it and ensure that no one is left behind by 2030 perfect thank you so much of refer concluding message and thank you so much for joining us today on our towards sustainable future podcasts it was a pleasure to have you over here i'm really excited that i had to share my perspective as a youth leader and hopefully this message will be of help and will also inspire young people and leaders who will have a listen to it towards ensuring that youth voices are heard no matter the places thank you so much akshay That's it for this episode. Next time when I come, I'll bring another guest with me. Till then, bye. Take care and stay safe.